Coke snow in the back blow when I track smoke on my wax or shit is wax so listen that there's no of course I'll attack you know it's a fact yo you don't wanna flow with a chap though or a rap pro no so I'm prone to snap dope when I rap sword I'm like crack or coke snow in the back blow when I track smoke on my wax welcome to talking to myself with friends uh, my name is Quinn Fitzgerald I'm Peter Arsenal guys and uh, I, I think this is the sixth episode, and if I'm wrong, then it's the seventh episode. Uh, so, or if he's also wrong, it's just another one. It's not a big deal. No, it's really not. Yeah. But uh, we uh, we actually just got here after um, we're playing some some uh, some chess. Some chess, yeah. Some chess. Quinn is... Quinn is surprisingly good for how uh, he is at other things in life. <laughs> It's, uh, Quinn, talk to me a little bit about how, uh, much chess you play. Uh, so, right now, I'm actually playing quite a bit, because it's on my phone, and I'll get on the bus and get super, uh, anxious. I get really anxious when I'm, like, going places. You get anxious when you're on the bus, which is for hours every day. Yes. And so, if I, a lot of times... We have a whole segment about it on this podcast. We do. Yep. Um... But I, I'll play chess, and then thinking like that'll make me less anxious, and then it, it does it. It does not. It does not. It's very it's, stressful. Yeah. How how stressful would you say our games were that we played? Quinn beat me two games to zero. It was uh, one I floundered early. One uh, lasted a bit, and then he just dismantled me. I would say they were not that stressful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> partly just because like we weren't moving, you know. We're like, fair enough. We weren't. So it's we were really, in a in a stationary. Apartment, you know, and those are how those work. Yeah, I like I like that. I like being stationary yep. while playing chess. That's good. Do Do you ever wish you could uh, you could do like real life chess, like Wizards chess, like they have in Harry Potter? Or oh no? man, that I yeah. You think uh, you feel confident enough that you could do it and not die? Oh, if like like they had in the movie, like yeah. all the where you're on the pieces. Yeah. Oh no, I would I would die instantly. Die instantly. I think so. Yeah. I would not want to do that. Yeah, um, you're not Ron Weasley level. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be. I, I'd the whole time be like, what level is my enemy? What level? What rank? You know. Um, I wanna. Do you know uh, Magnus Carlson? No. You don't know who the best professional chess player is in the world. No. But you <laughs> see, that's the thing that blows my mind. Is I know. Do you, do you know anything about the world of chess outside of playing it? Uh, I know that Bobby Fischer lost his mind at the end. Uh, that's about it. That's a movie thing. That's not a No, chess like thing. I looked it up. There's a movie on it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't know there was a movie. Uh, yeah, there's a movie. Do you uh, know who, uh, who Bobby Fischer's rival was? No. Okay. I, uh, I don't really read up. Um, not reading, just knowing. I uh, so just listening, there was, absorbing. I've played chess a little bit, like my whole life, and then uh, a couple summers back, I got into this weird headspace where all I cared about in life was painting and chess. Whoa. And um, when I did basically you, when did you fall into the toxic vat? <laughs> and have well, when when you get like hooked, or not hooked, like when you get into the painting and you're in a poorly ventilated room. The yeah. paint fumes really make you feel like you could do anything. Yeah, like playing play like a lot of chess. chess. And so I would, on one half of my room, play chess online, and on the other half, paint, um, just sweating in the summer uh, all day long for hours. And it was pretty fun in my life. One of the best summers of my life, I 
thing. All right. So sometimes we do that segment to uh, we do a little bit of banter in the beginning just to see if uh, if Quinn will become more likable to you guys. Uh, sorry, that wasn't the case this time, <laughs> but we'll try it again uh, next time. And so I am glad, and I will say, Quinn, you are. Uh, you are better at chess than I was expecting. You are you are definitely better than me at chess by a considerable margin. And that is also the thing is someone who is better than someone at chess uh, will rarely ever lose. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. you are, if you are better than somebody else, you will rarely ever get beaten by the person who is worse than you. Like, yeah. I think I am so much worse than you, I don't think there is a chance I could beat you. I don't know. I thought you had some good, like, moves in it and stuff. There yeah. was one time... Where you probably took like a two minutes to make a move. That is the other thing is you are so slow. I am, um, yeah. I I've had um, which maybe just means you, yeah. When I was at chess camp in middle school, I remember that they played speed chess and I ate it every time because the whole Cause match is like out. five or ten minutes, yeah. and I'm like, I sometimes I'll take. Like five minutes on move. Five minutes on move, yeah. But yeah, you made the right move, and you just decimated me with the one move. It just <laughs> took you like three minutes. Um, but yeah, so uh, so if you know this podcast at all, uh, we, we do segments. We got games. We got games. We're going to do a game. We've got game. Uh, chess. Uh, chess game. Uh, <laughs> going more than me. Um, and uh, this, yeah, this first game we like to play... Uh, is called Disney Deepfake. Uh, so this is a game where I uh, I read a quote uh, that has just ha- that has just been said by somebody, maybe of some famousness uh, around the world. Or maybe and, it was me. You never, uh, per- never Quinn. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Never Quinn. Um, but and then uh, and then we will uh, we will kind of make a scene uh, based uh, Dis- uh, based in a Disney movie around that quote. Yeah. Um, all right, Quinn. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So this quote is, uh, remember, George, uh, no man is a failure who has friends. I think that was, uh, was that Sword in the Stone? Is that what that was? When, uh, Sword in the, Sword in the Jesus Stone. Christ, you're going to make me go deep into this one. Okay. <laughs> Sword, Sword in the Stone. Sword uh, who stone, who yeah. said it? Uh, it was Merlin, I'm pretty sure. Merlin said it. Yeah. To who? Went to, to the, the kid. The, uh, Arthur to Arthur he was Arthur. like he was like hey he, he called him George yeah he's he's, he's senile and he's, old he's old as shit dude magic cannot help the memory yeah, he, was, <laughs> he was like hey George yeah he just said yeah hey George uh, don't forget to have some friends yeah uh, I mean dude Arthur is such a fucking loser in that movie I, <laughs> I'm not up until the sword yeah I'm not gonna disagree with you there uh, he was uh, he was. Well, I think that was the also the great thing about uh, that scene in that movie is uh, is George, uh, aka Arthur, had just <laughs> had just been trying to pull the uh, the sword from the stone for yeah. about five minutes, and then did one of those hilarious like classic comedy things where he pulled the sword so hard the handle slipped, uh, he <laughs> fell, and uh, has his he just ate a shitload of mud. And it was hilarious. And Merlin's Merlin's just standing there looking at him, and then he just turns into an owl, flies down there just to say that. Just so George makes some friends. Yes. Yeah, so it's almost one of those weird things. It's one of those weird things where Merlin's like, uh, I wanna help you, but also like, dude, do you realize how easy it is to make fun of you right now? I think it also says something about the time period that uh, the whole 
neighborhood is fixed around, can someone take a sword out of a rock? Like, that's all anyone could think about. Yeah. And then... They weren't like, let's base this town around our business district. <laughs> no. Let's have, let's have a... Rock. Let's have a grid... <laughs> I wonder if that's what we can blame uh, terrible road patterns in old cities for. We're like, sorry, guys. Yeah, they just had these uh, swords and rocks. Yeah, they couldn't they even move the to, rock. They couldn't even <laughs> move the rocks. They just need to build around them. Like, yeah. And then this, this kid, this punk George... Pulls the sword out, and they're like, let's make a movie, guys. We're going to wait, like, a thousand years before we can even make movies, but then we're going to make one about this rock. There won't be anything else more interesting so in I'm the just next curious, thousand years. How, have you seen the movie? I have. How much of the movie do you think is about the rock? Uh, very it, little, honestly, but I feel like that's a really you, important you, part. You <laughs> mentioned, you've mentioned the rock so, <laughs> so much, and the rock... Plays a dramatic. The Rock. I I remember the one time where it's actually really weird because people are like, "Oh yeah, the sword and the stone," and then they think you're talking about pulling the sword out of a rock. Yeah. But really, uh, what it is is you've got the sword clenched around Dwayne the Rock Johnson's butt cheeks, <laughs> and he's he's tightening as hard as he can, and you need to pull as hard Only as you can. Only the chosen one. Only the chosen like, like one. Like the scrawny-ass kid George yeah. can pull yeah. the and sword out. So, like, I think that was really the only weird twist about the rock, which yeah. is weird that they call it the sword and the stone. I mean, not really for the alliteration. Uh, when it really makes no sense when it should be called the sword and the rock. Well, I mean, the rock's branding <laughs> has really changed a lot over the years. <laughs> the rock's, yeah, the rock's maybe, branding changed. Maybe back in the 400s, he was known as the stone. <laughs> and then Can later, you, he got into wrestling. How, how much of a better catchphrase do you think this is? Can you smell what the stone is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm a pretty huge fan. Yeah, uh, I'm a pretty huge fan. But you like yeah. Stone a lot. Yep, that was, but that was such a weird twist in the movie. I remember, I remember that, uh, I remember that well, which really made it funny because when I was talking earlier about uh, about Arthur when he was doing that thing when Merlin said it to him and he was pulling the sword, yeah, uh, out of the rock's butt cheeks, sure. and then he slipped and ate the mud. It was really the rock laughing so hard that he just had torrential diarrhea. All, all and over then, Arthur. And then but even Arthur, Merlin flew down. He's yeah. like, George, get some friends. George, get some friends. Because it's kind of one of those things where every... It was almost one of those... It, it was weird because it was kind of one of those subtle undertones of the movie where um, where Arthur's trying to become friends with The Rock. Which, yeah. like, I totally get. I, right? think, I think that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was his best friend was... The rock. the rock and yeah. the whole movie like the, the next best thing was Merlin this old man who doesn't give a shit and about I'm, this kid and I'm gonna be honest yeah uh, laws around uh, how old the big the big gap of uh, age between you and yeah. your friends uh, was a lot looser back in back when that movie was sure. made uh, yeah that would not you're not I, being friends with any wizards right? I think by then you were just impressed that Merlin was still alive you were yeah. like the magic is kept him alive to yeah. 60 they, you know it was actually crazy uh, they didn't have pedophilia uh, in the middle no, ages because didn't. Uh, people didn't last past, <laughs> past 18 <laughs> uh, just kidding they did and it was a horrible uh, situation and I apologize to anyone who uh, has been personally affected by it like George like George Arthur. so so I'm just 
So uh, that was a good game. That was a great game. Yeah. Uh, kid's name is his name George or Arthur? I believe it is Arthur. It is Arthur. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to double check. I'm fu- that I'm was just so good at callbacks. So that sometimes so people don't realize. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was good. Them. That was good. I uh, I enjoyed that a lot. I really, yeah. I really think, uh, I really think that would have been a been a different movie. Yeah, I think right? you. Know, it is one of those things where you think about The Rock a lot. I think if I just think about The Rock constantly. I think if The Rock yeah. was in any movie that he's not in, it'd be a very different movie. Agreed. If The Rock Agreed. was in The Karate Kid, The Karate Kid would not win. I think. Oh, you! Be. You're saying if The Rock was <laughs> the Rock his opponent, was, I thought you meant I think his, if The Rock. Was I thought anyone, if you meant The Rock was Mr. Miyagi or something. I think if he was anyone but the protagonist, he yeah. would still win. Yeah, and it would be, that, and no one yeah. would be mad about it. They'd yeah. be like, "Yeah, of course, it's The Rock. It's The Rock. He has to win. Fair no one enough. else can beat him." Ah, uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, that was a good game. I enjoyed that. Um, I also I have a dis- a quote. Do you yeah. want to do that? Hell yeah, man. All right. Play it on me. So, uh, I remember this from, from a movie back in the day. Uh, wax on, wax off. <laughs> do you remember what that was from? Uh, yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's actually really weird um, because I remember that from the, the movie Dumbo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and so it was this weird scene where... Um, where Dumbo just had a lot of weird hairs, and you know Dumbo's a show elephant, right? Right. Uh, and so, and like sometimes you just have hairs that you just can't get yourself. Uh, but you know, and you want one of those like permanent hair removal solutions, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's he, big in the circus. Yeah. So Dumbo gets the monkeys to uh, wax their back. Sure. And uh, the monkeys are just like, "How do we do this?" And Dumbo's just like. <sighs> Wax on, wax off. That's how you do it, guys. I mean, Dumbo, he's almost hairless compared to the monkeys. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine? They got nothing on him. It, yeah, I uh, I remember later in that scene, the monkeys are like, can you do this back to me? And Dumbo was like, I would probably, I would probably kill a monkey if I tried to wax it. <laughs> it was like, wax on, monkey soul off. Like... <laughs> You, if you wax a monkey, you stick away most of the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I always um, I always thought that was so weird in Dumbo. Because uh, yeah. you, you always see it in so many other of the classic, you know, Disney princess movies. Like, those unrealistic standards of beauty. But yeah. uh, just, uh, just having an elephant, like, whack a baby <laughs> elephant waxing themselves, man. I mean, that's that's just like some. That's where it's at, dude. <laughs> that's some. That's some messed up standards you're setting. I'm gonna hey, be man. honest. Not a lot of elephants left. You got to make sure that they're they're really they got to be ready to make to more what make more to elephants. what they got to make more ele- elephants. Baby man. elephants need to be. I mean, it's so, maybe not the baby elephants. And it and it was just so weird because like before, like that. That was just like such a long scene in the movie. Like that was like a ten minute scene. And it's so weird because like Dumbo's just sitting there, like looking in the mirror, and the mirror's all weird because the mirror is one of those like mirrors the that makes you mirrors. small and big and small again. Yeah. So she thinks she has these hairs that are like seven or eight inches long <laughs> and she's freaking out, running around in circles. It's like 
I just I, like the amount of time they just spend on Dumbo's body image is just <laughs> like one of those things you just really uh, don't recognize as a kid and then kind of see it again as an adult and just kind of yeah. blows your mind, man. <laughs> like, man, these elephants, they're getting is too many expectations. I, I mean, you just never really talk about uh, elephants being unfairly portrayed in the media. <laughs> I mean, you've got, the, like, in that movie alone, you've got the flying, you've got, like, you've got the standing on one yeah. leg. Dude, I can no. barely stand on one leg right now. Are you serious? Uh, rolling around on a ball on one leg? Are you kidding me? Uh, the wa- the the hair. I don't. I don't even think I need to talk about the hair anymore. Dude, the big. You know what the big problem is? Not enough people see the real elephants. They don't go to the zoo. Yeah. They don't go to the savannah. Yeah. You know, they need to see some real life elephants. I, I and see what it's all about. You I, know. I think that really was uh, was one of the big takeaways I got from the Dumbo movie after <laughs> watching it for the fifty uh, fifth time uh, as an adult. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just enlightening. Like, it really it really made you want to go on safari uh, to, like, appreciate the elephants uh, while you hunt them. I do want to know, uh, 55th time, does that mean that you're watching them twice a year, or do you, like, wait till one year and you're like, I'm going to do it? Uh, uh, 55 times. So what I actually do is uh, the first year I did one time, the second year I did two times, the third year I did 17 times. Sure. Uh, the fourth year, five. Uh, and then from there, I just did it until the rest of this joke makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, so it was, yeah, it was a little, uh, some would say unorthodox, uh, a watch, watch strategy, but like, you just, you just don't really get enough out of Dumbo sometimes. So sure. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a good one though. I yeah. really, I really appreciated that quote in that movie. I just, uh, yeah, I just can't believe how, uh. I just can't believe Disney and the media. We really just don't talk. I mean, and that's the problem is you never see. I think that was a good scene. Oh yeah, you I never see. So. You never see anybody, any kids wearing Dumbo costumes. No, you yeah. don't. Um, I think uh, we start releasing some Dumbo ears for kids to wear. Yeah, you know? we re- we really do with hair. With, Make sure with they know hair, hairy ears, hairy Dumbo ears, hairy ears. Yeah, get it together, get it together, Bob Iger. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that was a good. I think that was that. Good. So that was uh, a, that That's was Disney deepfake. That was Disney deepfakes, guys. We uh, we really hope you enjoyed that one. Um, so next next segment we've got. Uh, we we alluded to this earlier. Uh, my co-host yep. uh, Quinn Fitzgerald takes uh, takes the bus as his one and only mode of transportation besides yeah. walking, um, and uh, and he listens a lot. So uh, this is a. Uh, a segment we like to call uh, Things Quinn Heard on the Bus. Yeah. So and, uh, take it away. All right. So a little while back, uh, so I, a lot of times I'm busing late, late at night, right? And like sometimes it's like prime, 1 Prime bus time. Prime. Just, uh, just for the segment, is, by the way. Yeah. I only, I would I actually waited the bus up for like five hours and then I bus back. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, but I was at, I, I got on this bus and... A few stops later, this guy gets on, and he's furious. Yeah. He gets on the bus, and he just starts hitting the inside of the bus. Like, he's hitting this, the windows with his fist. Like, like the metal? Like... The plastic? Like, the plastic. He's hitting the roof. The roof of the bus. He's, like, hitting the inside, like, the ceiling. And he, I'm sitting... Uh, 
so it's, it's one of those buses that has like two chunks and there's like this middle part that bends and I'm sitting right after that middle part oh yeah and he's walking towards me slowly oh uh, you go past that's the thing is why are people going past the middle part dude? I don't know yeah but dude he alright so he goes and I am trying really hard to not make eye contact with this I kid. think everyone on the bus is yeah well yeah. there's not a lot of people on the bus oh jeez I'm the first dude that he sees pretty much really yeah so I'm sitting Nobody there in the entire first half of the there's bus there's no one there it's super late the buses are always empty and so but this guy he gets pretty much to where I am yeah right before the bendy part yeah and he's looking at me hard yeah and I am sure I'm looking out the window yeah and uh then he's like hey and I'm like shit now I have to look at him because otherwise he'll get mad I don't look at oh, him oh yeah oh yeah so do, what do what he says. Yeah. Do what he wants. So I look at the dude, and he is staring, like, real hard at me, like, right in my eyes. And then he says, what's your favorite music? And... And? I was like, oh, uh, I like indie music. And then he's like, what kind of indie music? He's like, I like indie folk. And then oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. If... if- if, if you want to ever get somebody to leave you alone, just tell him you're into indie folk Dude, music. he didn't, though. I say I like indie folk, and he's like, pump that shit. And so... <laughs> what? And so I go on my phone, and I find Brandy Carlisle, who's one of my favorite musicians. Oh, uh, yeah, and just, just finished a three-night run here in Seattle over the weekend. Did she? Uh, yep, yep. Oh, man. Was that the yeah. Neptune on Friday? And so, so do you know... What her stuff is kind of like? Yeah, it's, no, yeah. I've never listened to a song of hers. All right, so it's it's very somber. I, it's indie folk, incredibly yes. somber, soulful stuff. And I picked my favorite song, a song called "The Story," just to give you a taste of a uh, how, kind of how, how long? How long is it? It's like a four minute long song. Yeah. So I start playing this max volume just to make sure this guy doesn't get his stupid fucking quiet still. and he he is just nodding along he's like i like this this is doing something for me is it calming you down sir i mean by the <laughs> he i'm pretty sure he was pretty coked up like his hands had like powder and shit indie folk music on coke yeah dude then about halfway through the song he's like what else do you like and i'm like i like andy grammer and he's like, oh my God. he's like, pump that, man. You're just, so, like, you're just like, I'm really just trying to counteract the effects really of this am. man's cocaine Dude, right now. This is the best part, though. So, I, I, I also don't even know that you can really. Uh, you're saying you you're blasting Brandy Carlisle's yeah. the story. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a that's a thing you can do. You really can't. But yeah. I did my best, and so. He, he wants to hear Andy Grammer, though. So I go to I go on my phone, search Andy Grammer, which, you know, I've listened to it a lot at this point. It goes, it's the first thing in the search results. And uh, I played a song called Keep Your Head Up by Andy Grammer, uh, which is the most... This, this guy's having no problem doing that. The right most now. optimistic song I've ever heard. Yep. Dude, uh, apparently, guys on coke love Andy Grammer. He was so happy. <laughs> And uh, there's this weird moment where the song's about to end, and my butt... Or it's not done yet. It's like halfway through, and my butt stops coming. Oh, okay. And I'm like, he might not be cool... With you leaving. With me leaving, and, like, ending the song. So can the bus driver hear these songs? He doesn't give a shit, yeah. (laughs) He's like, get this guy... Get this guy off the bus so he doesn't kill me. He's like, it's late, and the guy's not bothering me. So he's not saying shit. So we're listening to Andy Grammer, man. Listen to Andy Grammer. 
bus stop's coming up. I'm kind of freaking out. And I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm going to have to get out. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, you know what? It's cool. But hey, stay safe. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of weirdos out there. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I got on, I got the bus. Do you... So I'm going to... I'm gonna be honest. I yeah. I think there's like this weird uh, this weird contradiction that's going in my head right now. Yeah. Because you're all you're always taught uh, like yeah, stay safe. There's uh, there's a lot of weirdos out there, but like the yeah. people who say that are normally kind of weird. Are probably them. Yeah. Right. I so mean, it's like, can you really trust? I think you just have to notice like. Where are you when someone's telling you that? You should really be wary of the people telling you to be wary of other weirdos. Mm, yeah. They're basically saying, like, don't talk to me. Dude, the next yeah. time. Uh, yeah. Dude, it, it was it was very... That's uh, intense. It was a weird night. I was, so, kinda, I was honestly freaking out. Yeah, fear scale, 1 to 100. Uh, like, well, okay, before Brandy Carlisle, I would say, like, 90 90. And then post post BC, Randy Carlyle, I guess yeah, BC, like sixty, because sixty then, brought you down a whole thirty. Because well, one Brandy Carlyle, super relaxing. Yeah, okay. and I would, I mean, yeah. on a good day, Carlyle herself brings you down forty, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, this guy calmed down a lot when I started playing music. Yeah, he just needed some music and his True. phone, I guess. Either he didn't have a phone or his didn't play music well. I mean, or you know, some sometimes you are in that mood. Where you're just like, I just really don't know what I want to listen to right now. I just want to take, yeah. like, t- like, Spotify take the reins. Yeah. And he just he just saw you, and he was like, you know who's uh, who's really going to give me uh, the tracks to give me a great night? Is this this little kid right here. This, uh, this little bus dweller. Square. This 20-year-old bus dweller just like me. Yeah. Yeah, big time. He, uh... He wasn't wrong. I wonder though if there was like a music genre where if I played it, he'd be like, he'd just freak out. Like if there was like one that he really doesn't like. What? Do you, yeah, I mean, or just like I'm gonna be honest. What do you think would happen if you played something that that like pumped you up more or pumped him up more? Dude, I don't know. Yeah, like, that if would... I played like some metal. I would not want to be. A there bus. could not be. A, there may not be a bus anymore. The bus may <laughs> just explode right there. The bus may be. Uh, the bus may yeah not even be there anymore. It's yeah. just might be crazy. Yeah, it might be. Um, dude, it was crazy. It, the weirdest part was the bus driver didn't even say anything when he was like mashing on the bus. <laughs> mashing. He didn't even say anything. He was just like, "Oh, this guy's losing it," or maybe he knew him. Like dude, he's a regular. Yeah. Yeah, he's like these things go three hundred thousand miles. You think I can't just take like some yeah. guy mat like hitting I mean, him those the sides of the bus? Those things are those things are tanks. They dude, one time. Uh, uh, there's this guy who, like the Whoa. somebody who's in charge of bus the bus story, drivers. Bus, uh, guys, this is unprecedented. We're about to have a second Quinn Fitzgerald <laughs> talks about a story on the bus. This is a less exciting story. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hear it. But the the guy comes on the intercom for the yeah. buses, like across, like all the buses, I guess. And Whoa. He's, he talks. He's like in charge. Oh, he's dispatch is what you. Yeah, call, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's like, "Hey guys, uh, on this one street, careful not to hit the corner." Because the street's old and the buses weigh 14 tons and uh, it just explode the curb. <laughs> and, and so, and then like it just got out. Explode. Explode, yeah. Explode the curb. Because they weigh so much, they'll just crush it. I'm going to be honest, 14 tons when you initially said that seemed like a lot. 
But I don't even know how much is a regular car. Couldn't even like tell a you. A ton or two. My pre, think. you think my Prius is a ton? I think so. Yeah, I don't even. Couldn't I mean if a I mean, bus? I, I don't know. If that. a bus is fourteen, a bus is definitely fourteen of my my Prius. Yeah, I bus can see is that. definitely 100%. fourteen pre i. Like a big bus. Yeah, those things does double the split end. They buses, build them man. heavy. I mean, they yeah. have to. You have to be able to safely stand up in them, dude. You have to and be able to take if a they beating. get hit, like yeah. dude. They, I mean, they'll be okay. Probably they probably, probably. be fine. Probably. That's what, you're, the paint. that's what you're paying 275 a ride for, right? Yeah. Is that even how much it is? Uh, Normally, yeah. Oh, damn, I nailed that. <laughs> spot, spot on. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, that was a, that's that's my story. That's, uh, yeah, there it, we go. It's a crazy bus ride. <laughs> it was a crazy bus ride. It was, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny, Quinn. Uh, so, you, you don't... You don't did you ever commute by bus a lot or no? Yeah, I commuted by bus for a really long time, yeah. Oh, really? But you know what I did mm. is I took it during the day. Uh, oh, yeah. I also had a lot of friends, uh, and what friends can do is uh, give you rides. Oh, I almost never asked for rides. I know. You're, thing. Well, that's the... Yeah, you're crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, and you, like, go very far. I would say uh, when mm. I lived... Uh, I don't think I bust more than 10 miles. Oh, really? In a, yeah. Anywhere I bust to, I could Uber back for less than 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I could. If you Uber back from here, you would blow your gear, dude. I mean, this place, where we're at right now, uh, this studio. Yeah. Be like is, a $45 uh, Uber ride for you. $50 yeah. Uber ride. Uh, I think it, we're probably like, what, like 15, 20 miles from West Seattle, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I never really had to worry about that. I took. Yeah. I mean, and like I took the bus in Pittsburgh. Like, I don't know. Is, what is the bus like in Pittsburgh? Is it bus, shitty? Uh, the bus itself is shittier than the bus in Seattle. Seattle. But, so Seattle actually has one of the best. Uh, or I don't know. They, they did. I don't know if they still do. They had like one of the best metro systems in the country. I cannot believe that. Because what? It's just it's like the there's so many buses what that go the, anywhere. How bad is the rest of the metro system in the country? Dude, I've been to some pretty I shitty have places. Pittsburgh's Dude, not great. I dated this girl who was in a small town, and I was over at her place this one weekend, and she was like, "We got to get over to this place. We got a thing." And I'm like, "All right, well, let's just bus." She's like, "We can't." I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, it's Sunday. There's no buses on Sunday, like at all. She's like, there. Yeah, the buses dude, don't exist total, on Sunday. Totally normal thing for people. I, 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 I know it's normal, but it's I, crazy. I lived in a town when I, where I was growing up. They didn't even have a bus. That's nuts. Period. I took. A, they had buses for people to go from like school home, right? And, like oh, after school buses, but like no like That's bus crazy. system to get around town. I mean, dude, like you could fucking run the town and. Dude, I was at the on the on a bus at the same small town, and one time I pay for my ride, and then I realize it's on the wrong bus, and I'm like, oh, oh man, you don't go to the stop. He's like, uh, I can swing by it. Like he's are like, you I serious? Can, yeah, he's like, I can go off route that's and sick. just swing. By. Like that's how small just the town was. Bus. It's just that like he's that's like, so funny. if I if it's not like there's anyone else waiting. Like <laughs> the uh, the first time I ever tried to use a. Uh, a bus in State College, Pennsylvania, where I went to school at Penn State University. Yeah. Uh, rah, rah, Nittany Cats. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they, I, I tried to get on the bus I was going to Goodwill with a couple people, and we didn't really know how it worked, so we didn't really realize we had to pay. And mm-hmm. then we thought instead of having to pay, we could just tap our student ID, and that would work for everything. <laughs> that just had magic money on it, and it didn't. And so then we were just standing there, like, we don't know what to do, so they made us get off. Wow. And then we just were like, 
and then we just waited for the next one we figured like we had to scrounge around for money and then we got to goodwill and we didn't have any money because we spent it all on the bus and then we realized we had to take the bus back too so it uh, didn't work out great for me that was my first bus experience i think ever and that was uh that was not great yeah my first one i had an orchid card like a a, just a bus pass yeah and uh i couldn't figure out how it worked they had the tap thing if you tap it yeah and i was tapping on the wrong side like 30 times and this like it was going i was trying to go to school and everyone on my school rode the same bus and they're all so they're a lot they're watching me not talking trying to figure it out and not no one's saying anything then they're just like laughing that was the first time i ever crushed in a crowd i think yeah was uh that bus yeah some some real physical comedy yeah man yeah i nailed it they were like is this guy stand up this is great and then uh he was like no not really you know you know what happened to me today that was or actually last week that was horrible what uh my um my co-workers uh, all of them pretty much found out I do stand up. Oh no! And that was a nightmare. It's actually funny because one of my other coworkers knows another uh, comedian who does stand up. You know Todd Kirkwood. Yeah. Yeah. One of my coworkers knows him. Okay. From another job she did, but uh, yeah, and it's so funny because they're like, "Oh, let's go to a show or something like that," and I'm just like, "I don't do shows." Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, "Do you do you ever talk about us?" And I said, "No," because I don't. Because they don't, we don't really do anything interesting with them. Sure. I don't really care about them at all. Uh, <laughs> but they got they got really offended, uh, and I know they're never going to listen to this podcast. So sure. I figured this would be my chance to uh, talk about them now. And really, all I have to say is just like they are so lovely, and it's just such a pleasure <laughs> to work with them. And they'll never know. And uh, <laughs> they'll never know because honestly, I am a asshole uh, to them at work and uh, I don't really ever talk to be honest I'm the kind of person who just walks around with headphones I can and, totally uh, see that yeah head. being to- totally antisocial uh, I've gotten like I've gotten headphone checked multiple times where people go Peter can you hear me with my headphones on and I'm just like yep and then I just keep walking and uh, but I they're so great to work with they're some of the nicest people uh, I've ever had the pleasure of working with, uh, and it's a real bummer. I'm not going to be soon. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, so, but they're never going to know. And, um, this is, so this is a secret, secret talk. That's, that's your saying, yeah, secret you talk? La- <laughs> you, you ladies, you ladies know, uh, who you are. And it's, and it's all right saying ladies, because I actually work with, uh, everyone in my group is all, uh, female. Is, is, is lady? Is a, is a woman, yep. And that is this, my last group, too. Everyone I worked with was also a female. I'm in a hmm. pretty female-dominated industry, so. And they also said if I make any jokes about that, and, uh, you know what, I don't, but let me just address it right now. It's, uh, it's great. Uh, because everyone's super organized and on top of it, and really, uh, really welcoming and accommodating. They play chess. We could. I don't think so. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they're really that into it. Chess. They're not weird like us, Quinn. Damn. Uh, they're very, very normal. So. Yep. But I don't that, like them. But that's but... just that's just a couple little uh, little secrets I wanted to drop out there. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's some good stuff. So uh, uh, we have another segment. Yep. I, so we'll do another segment right now. Yeah. So this is a segment where uh, we're gonna do, we're we're gonna act out um, an interview where yeah, we're gonna role play an role play an interview where yeah. I am trying to figure out I, I'm gonna interview Peter. I don't know who Peter is uh, playing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what job Peter's applying for. I I, I know, know the job. profession. But I don't know. Quinn yeah. is guessing 
while giving interview-like questions, and we are faking an interview until Quinn gets the question right or time expires. Uh, we are setting two minutes on the clock. Um, all right, Quinn, I'll set the timer. All right. All right. Are you ready? I'm set. Ready. Go. Hi. Uh, so before we uh, we continue, could you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, let's see. I'm uh, I'm thirty. Uh, my name is Lyle. Um, I have I have a wife, uh, two kids. Uh, pretty great. Um, yeah, and you know I I haven't um, I I just uh, I just am uh, I'm just really excited to be here. I'm really excited. I've been uh, I've been working some lower level roles, some side gigs, some contract work, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just really really excited to take it up to that uh, the next level and get that permanent permanent position. All right. Yeah. 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 And uh, what would you say are uh, some of your some of your strengths? Um, some of my strengths. Let's see. Uh, I've got I've got a great cackle, a very noticeable okay. laugh. Yeah. Um, I come up I come up with plans, and I would say they are overly complicated. Uh, but they also uh, I can also explain them really well. Mm. So that's really good. Um, and you know my general. Um, I think just my general ability to sow disorder and mayhem sure. uh, just makes me a really strong candidate. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what would you say are some of your weaknesses? Some of my weaknesses. Let's see. Uh, I mean, if 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 we're being honest, uh, I mean, you've seen my track record. It's not great. I'm sure. like oh for like oh for six on the last like project completions. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all been stopped. Uh, I've all been foiled, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean, so I think I think uh, I haven't I haven't really been able to follow through a project to completion, but I just think that's because I haven't been the leader and I haven't been able to assemble the team myself. Sure. Yeah. Totally understand. Yeah. We've all been there. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what attracted you to this company? What attracted me to this company? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think um, I you guys are just such a major player. Uh, in in the industry, sure. uh, you guys are doing bad stuff all the time. Uh, we just, I mean, you get you guys, you guys are one of those just things you see see them in the news. You guys see you guys in the news all the time, and that's really the kind of company that uh, that I want to be worked for. I wanna I want to be the one making the big plays. I want to be making the one making the big splashes. Sure. Uh, so that is really what attracted me here. Here to this uh, this are, are you. This company uh, full of uh, evil geniuses? Is that the evil scientists? Uh, two, oh, shit. We stopped 238. I'm going to guess that uh, evil sci- the company is for like mad scientists. I was going with supervillains. That's close. But that's really Very close. close. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, yeah, same, I'd say, I'd say that's, I'd say that's pretty much nailing it. It's really hard to not say like, villain or like yeah. soup like i like thought about hero. villain yeah i yeah. thought that might be too broad though no that, so I mean, that's that was close. just what i was going for yeah right. you got so yeah i thought that was yeah that was a lot of fun i uh, right. and oh so you know what uh you actually want to know what made me think about uh that what? that interview is i actually read a book uh that was about the life of like a superhero in a mundane 
sort of way or like a super villain in a mundane sort of way it's a great okay. series yeah what's it what's the series i couldn't couldn't even tell you but if you just probably <laughs> search like mundane superhero day in the life of novel okay it would definitely show up yeah also you, there's a oh sorry what were you? no yeah you uh there's a that remind me of another series yeah uh, it's uh almost like similar but sort of the the flip side of a uh, a superhero who is so good one Punch boring. Man. One Punch Man. I was, that was what I was about to say. I didn't want to cut you off. I, I thought that you were going to say. I love that show. One Punch Man is one of the Gold. greatest anime shows uh, out right now. I think there's Absolutely. a season two out. I haven't seen it. I've seen some of season two. Uh, I, have, yeah, season, I have behind a couple episodes. Season one is probably one of the best season uh, seasons of an anime, period. Uh, I like season two also. Yeah. Some people have talked a little shit about they changed the animation style a little. Yeah. But honestly, like barely at all. Like it's oh screw that he cares, like I, he cares my, about any of that stuff, dude. My friend who loved the first season, I was loser. talking to him, and he's like, "Man, I would watch the second season, but I heard that they changed I the animation. Heard. He hasn't even watched it. And he's like, I like their old animation, so I don't want to watch the new one. And it's yeah. honestly, it's fine, and yeah. the story's still good. Yeah. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, um, the uh, the synopsis of One Punch Man is yes. just a uh, a superhero uh, show about everything. about a superhero who is so strong. There is no villain that is strong enough to defeat him. Uh, or but he just passed but, one punch. Yes, but he makes everything look so easy, so everyone just assumes the challenges yeah. he faces are not actually that strong. The, it's very, uh, it's it's a very jokey. It's sort of a satire on superheroes. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think my favorite part about the show is that. Everyone other than the protagonist is very serious. The whole show is very serious, except the protagonist, yeah. who is the most dorky. Yeah. Uh, but he's. I would see. I disagree. I think he's serious. He takes. I think. He, well, he it, takes being a hero very seriously. I that's think true. He, but it, I think point, he's also. I think he is just so much less suave. I think yes. it really just goes to show, like. He, like there's a lot. To he's be, not. He's not like trying to be flashy. There's a lot of power and not a lot, like not a lot of flash. And I think, yeah. I think the the show really highlights how much uh, people value showmanship absolutely over over actual results. Yeah, and yeah. And, I think that's a. And super you see that? Yeah, you do see that in real life all the time. Absolutely. In comedy too, you see that. Absolutely. You, see, you meet comics who talk a big game. Yeah, uh, but don't name really live up to it. Shh, I don't want to name any names. Yeah, uh, but then you also see comics who really don't talk about themselves that much, but are amazing. And I so I think that is actually something that hinders you too is not talking about yourself enough. Oh yeah, and I think that's something. I yeah, a hundred percent. Do you disagree? Um, I think I you think it can. Up I think it can uh, because you also like I. I think having a lot of confidence in your material and yeah. talking about that is good on Agreed. some level. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a level where it's too much and it's like, you kind of have to deliver eventually. Yeah. Um, though I also, there's also, uh, when you do kind of understate it and then it's good. I think that's, there's something to be said for letting the work speak for itself. Agree. Okay. And, uh, do you want to do the, the other character? What interview? You, oh, do you want me to interview you? We can have you. Oh interview my me. gosh, yeah. I'm so excited, Quinn. All right, I would love to interview oh you. Oh my god. So do you? So do you want to set some uh, some time on the clock? Yes. Uh, let's that? go for two minutes again. Let's go for two minutes again. 
and good. Yep. All right. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, for coming in. So um, so tell me a little bit about your past. Uh, what some some uh, some accomplishments you had in previous roles? Oh yeah. So I mean, I've, I have a lot of a uh, lot of experience with like uh, with teaching. You know, I love to yeah. teach. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to do more of that. Are you, are and you teaching in one-on-one or group settings mostly? Here? Group settings. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I tried to get into to, uh, some of the magical stuff myself when I was younger, but I think it's, uh, it's kind of tapered off a little, but yeah. I, I can still, I can tell other people how to do it, I think. Yeah. So, so, um, what do you think? you really need to uh to do to succeed in this role i think uh i just gotta you know show people enough like wave some uh wave a little magic around show them the basics and i think they could really just watching someone do it watching a pro you know i yeah. think could really help and, them out and so tell me about how some of your uh some of your professional experience helps with your teaching what are some Absolutely. skills you learned in the profession? Yeah, previous. Yeah. I can make these little uh, these little light creatures, and uh, they're basically my spirit animal, and uh, yeah. they're all pretty amazing, to yep. be honest. Okay. And uh, they're all pretty amazing. I, yeah, I mean, I'm amazing, so they're amazing. And I can shoot these little uh, little uh, flame balls, and that's yep. cool too. Okay. Most people are pretty impressed with that. It's honestly it's not even that hard. But yeah. Yeah. And you can teach people. people to do this pretty. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. That's exactly. I know, that's I know exactly what I'm doing. What we're you know? for. Yeah. I'm great at it. Yeah, uh, so can we get a time? What are we at? Yeah, about 10 seconds. 10 seconds? All right, uh, teacher at Hogwarts. You got it. Yeah, nailed it. I think I might have I might have made that too easy. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was good. Yeah, all right. I think the, uh, yeah, I think, like, okay. It's that, a newer, newer segment that we're working no, on. No, I thought that was fun, yeah. yeah. I think it went well. I think that was good. Um, yeah, group settings. Well, see, that was the thing is I wanted to switch to the presenting. When you started oh, yeah. talking about presenting, I wanted to be like, "What are you presenting?" Where? And I was like, ah, "It's just going to get me off on a tangent." And you're yeah. just going to start talking about teaching, and like I already know you're a teacher, but like I, I need to figure out teach. What are you teaching? So yeah. I need to figure out more about the content. Yeah. 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 You nailed it. Teacher Hogwarts. Is yeah. What I'm going for, yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. I can figure wizard and. Uh, I thought the the light animals. Yeah. Was the, that was see that was when you gave that was the a big, big, I was like yeah. done. I was like. Too much, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to figure out something that was specifically Hogwarts, but like, come on, we all know. We all know yeah. where I want to be teaching. It's, uh, right? it's a solid. It's a, maybe too big of a reference, but it's fun. I liked it. No, I, like it. I um. Which so so would you like want to be a wizard? Do you think oh, 100%. over over your current life right now? Oh, over. Oh man, I don't know. Cause stand up's pretty great. Uh, like it sucks sometimes, but it's really fun when it goes well. Also, like just the like, there's a I don't know. I guess it's always so hard. That's the thing that uh, I overthink movies too much, and I oh, always yeah. think like being a wizard. It seems so hard, but you really only get the perspective of like the Harry, Hermione, like all those idiots. The new like, guys. There are so many goddamn people in Hogwarts yeah. who probably just like chilled out. Like Smoke maybe got some yeah maybe got some C's like it's not a big yeah. deal like it was always pretty chill. Also, and, yeah. Hogwarts is not the only school. Oh, not even close. You learn the later. Yeah. There's tons of other There's schools. There's so many other. It's schools. just they focus yeah. on Hogwarts. I mean, Hogwarts. Like, let's be realistic. Hogwarts is like the Harvard of the yeah witchcraft and wizardry world. Except you know people care about who's at Hogwarts, and I feel like 
No yeah. one wants to hear about what's Nobody's, going on in Harvard. Yeah, there's no the boy who uh, the boy who saved every everyone yeah. uh, at at Harvard right in, now. In the lawyer, in yeah. the law maybe, department, maybe in the microbiology department, dude. One of mm. my uh, one of my good uh, one of my good friends' wife's works at the uh, microbiology department at Harvard. She could be saving us all from the next. Yeah, but like no one's virus. gonna know the name of the person who does it. Yep, I'm not gonna say it right here. You're right. Uh, you know sorry. what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? Like, the, with I feel like with that stuff, it's very um, yeah, you're right behind the scenes, as opposed to being a superhero, as opposed to being a superhero or even a comedian. Of a com- yeah, you're trying you're trying to sell yourself as much as your material. That's true. Um, I mean, you got if you could be the headmaster, like if you could be a Dumbledore, mm, then you're like front and center all the time. That man. sounds stressful, though, dude. I mean. It, yeah, it probably would be. That's the thing. I think just being a wizard in general, Stressful so much stress. Dude, I bet. Yeah. Same with being a superhero. Same there, thing. There's there's probably a lot it takes away because you're like, oh, I don't need to go grocery shopping. Oh, yeah. I don't need to cook dinner. Oh, I don't need to like figure all that stuff out. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I think mug- it would be muggling is pretty hard, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh... I mean, I don't. Do you think it would be easier or harder to be a muggle in a world where there are wizards? How do we know we're not living in one right <laughs> now? Bomb, bomb. But, uh, but like, if if like there um, were known, if wizards, there were known though. wizards, if there were no, I think if there were known wizards, I think if there were known superheroes, anything like that, it could only. Uh, make the world a worse place because if we have yeah. people like that then we all like you There's see bad side. you see the uh the destruction and the villainry yeah. and the chaos that is created by the evildoers yeah. and you don't really ever see how that affects uh people in everyday actually i i you know Sometimes what you do. now that i'm thinking about it i think i've also read a book from the perspective of a civilian living in a superhero world i think there's been effect- a few things on yeah. That. yeah and uh but yeah, it just seems. I mean, like, oh my goodness, like, uh, like, I mean, if you can have stuff like Katrina and nine eleven, could you only imagine what would happen if there are like super there are villains trying to super, super villains? I mean, yeah. if you, that's the thing is, you've got to think of the consequences, well, and you have to like hope that one of the superheroes gets there to yeah, to change absolutely. things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or like, I guess it also depends. Like, what's the ultimate goal? Destruction of the world. Like yeah. I'm not trying to worry. I'm not trying to. I'm trying. Dude, I I worry about surviving enough. I don't need to worry about every, the world. Every supervillain would want to end the world. That's the big dream. Or take it over. I think or take they, over think is the big be, thing. Maybe if if I was going to be a supervillain, it would be I would be a takeover supervillain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a rough time. But luckily, uh, we don't have to deal with that. No. We just have a. Lucky for you and comedians unfortunate for you, you some, are we are comedians. Yeah, we just have to do with comedians. Uh, sometimes they're shitty and sometimes they're really cool. And uh, Most of the we're time. the middle ground. We ah, oh, we're good. No, we're, I think we're good. We're cool. there's some. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought when I started, I thought like I was really worried about like accidentally like being perceived as like like if I messed up, people would be like, "Oh, that's the asshole comic." And then someone was like, "No, you got to try really hard to be the asshole comic in a community." Because the guys who are, like, shitty are, like, really shitty normally. Yeah, I definitely think it takes a lot to stand out. Yeah. I think uh, some things that happen in your life really take a toll on you personally. Yeah. But when you look at them from the perspective of other people, 
they're really just a blip on other people's radars. Yeah, I mean, if you're not actively um, disrupting people's day-to-day, then they're not going to really Absolutely. Care People think a lot much. less about you than you think they think. Yeah, you kind of have to like, get in the way, sense. I think. No, I think I, that makes sense. Yeah. I think you do have to sort of get in the way of them doing stuff. Agreed, yes. You have to be a direct... Yeah, you have to do something that directly impacts them. Yeah. As opposed to just doing something that embarrasses you that yeah, they don't you care. think would trigger... <laughs> A thought about them that is yeah that is very true they, they I don't care if you yeah, embarrass yourself I actually had one of those uh, thoughts one of those thoughts early probably earlier on Sunday where you have those mm-hmm. thoughts and of a event that happened it was back when I got caught stealing magic cards from somebody in middle school and it was literally one of the worst feelings I've ever felt in my entire life yeah uh yeah, even at the time, but even now. It's one of those things that I think about every so often. You just get, like, feel the wave yeah. of cold come over you. And then you think about it, and you're like, I am I am really... That was a shitty it, thing. Well, it just her. always makes me worry. I'm like, I really hope this kid never thinks about that. <laughs> the kid I stole the magic cards from. I really yeah. hope he never thinks about it. Yeah. Because uh, I can't... Like, that's the thing. There's nothing you can do like, at this point. I also only remember my side of the story, so I only yeah. remember my name. I don't remember his name. I couldn't even tell you the cards that I stole. He probably just thinks but, that he yeah. lost some magic cards somewhere. Yeah. Well, he caught me. But oh, he my, did? Oh, oh, did. Yeah. oh, Oh, heck yeah. Uh, my friend stole cards from me before... Mm. My friend stole cards from him before me and oh. egged me on to do it, and I thought I was okay, and then I tried to do it and got caught. Oh, yeah, like uh, shitty advice. I mean, it was... But it's on me. You're right, yeah. It's not shitty advice. I shouldn't have done it either way. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so... I don't know. That's a downer note. Do we want to end on a... I feel like we've we've got a couple more minutes. I think we should end on a positive story. We should end on upper, yeah. So, you got an upper story? No. (laughs) Wow. Ah, man. Like, on the spot, upper? God... Uh, you guys ever listen to Andy Grammer? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a great upper. I uh, that I is, listen to that every day, man. Yeah. What do you What do you think uh, is a song? Is the song right now that will put you in the best mood possible? Or whatever. Uh, keep your head up by keep Andy Grammer. By is, Andy Grammer. It's to this day. Which is how long? How long have you been listening to this song for? Oh, um, I first heard it in middle school. Wow. And I didn't really get into it for a while, and then in high school it kind of kicked in. Holy shit, you're not in middle school. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, and then in high school it really kicked in. But that song, yeah. so that song's been like six, seven years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think like 2012, yeah. Okay. And uh, what, I don't know, it's like, I used to not listen to as much upbeat stuff, but I, I try to like, keep in a positive mindset absolutely it's like honestly everything is a lot harder yeah. if you're not trying to be like positive you know okay. like i absolutely know yeah i agree yeah especially with stand-up like if you're in a shitty mood you're and you're a, yeah, going you're around trying bad, to do stand-up if you're in a bad mindset you're not gonna it, get laughs no and it's it, you're gonna feel even worse absolutely it's, it's a whole bad thing yeah um i remember my buddy though uh we, it was late and we were just hanging out and he started, like we were listening to this really mellow, kind of upbeat stuff um, by this guy uh, I want to get his name right, I think it's David Lunsford Lunsford? Uh, yeah, he's, he's doesn't a, matter if you get it right or wrong, no one's looking that up. He's great uh, but we were listening to that and he was like, I don't really like this 
do you want to listen to Elliot Smith? And I'm like, not really. No. And then he played it anyways, and so I, sad, oh, dude. Man. So, so sad. I took the earbud out. I was like, I can't listen. It's so yeah. He's great, and my friend's musician. And he's like, he's great. I get it, but it's also it's such a bummer. Like you know, like I just yeah. can't listen to really sad, like really really sad stuff. I, I yeah, I to. just don't think there's really been a point in my life right now where I really need to listen to that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's not true. I listen to some. I would just not Elliot Smith. That's yeah, too, too much. That's too sad, and not the kind of music I generally listen to, anyways. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's such pump, a pump some Sarah McLachlan. Yep, that's me, and kill some animals at the same time. <laughs> um, well, that's all I've got. I yeah. think that's it. I think that was a great episode. Great episode. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to talking to myself with friends. Um, if you uh, want to hear more, we have a few other episodes on. Uh, we are on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff, CastBox. We are on the internet. You have no excuse not to be able to We find are us. everywhere. Shout out to the Pacholo Cruz for letting us use his space. Um, yeah. Also has a podcast called Pancreation Philosophy uh, on SoundCloud. And also shout out to Season for the intro music uh, that is C-Z-O-N you can find his stuff also on SoundCloud at Season De Lunatic De Lunatic is spelled D-E Lunatic thank you guys have a good day love you bye